Welcome to I Asked My Mother, Awanjiko Mwara podcast where she talks with her mother about womanhood. In this series, Wanjiko is pregnant, her mother is a continent away, and she has questions. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Conversations with My Mother. My name is Wanjiko Mwara and here's what you can expect in today's episode. You have five children and you have about four years between the children. First of all, was this intentional? It was intentional. <laughs> I think that my body was pretty good plan. We hope that this show will inspire other African women to have candid discussions about womanhood and everything around it. Now, in today's episode, we discuss family planning and the lessons learned. Mom, karibu sana. I know this is a topic that we have talked about off record and now we are on record. Karibu. So, we get right into it. Was family planning something you talked about with your age mates back then? During our time in the 80s, 90s, none of family planning was being had, though it was being taught when you went for clinic visits when you were pregnant, you are, you are taught about it. And you are not being encouraged. You are shown the medicine or the tablets. And many of us would use a natural method, which you had, you had to come to eat. Sometimes it was possible, sometimes it was not possible because you might miss a day and then you count the wrong days thinking that it was safe if you find yourself pregnant. Mm. <laughs> so most of us, those whom we could, could talk with, would tell us, you know me, I use the natural method. So it is something you have to discuss with your husband so that the day you think you are safe, that is the time you have the, the sexual intercourse. You see? Because mm. you, you are sure you won't give. Yeah. So you chose a natural method of family planning? I, I chose together with my husband. Mm. What was the common contraception among your peers as you have, you know, as, as you've gone through motherhood in the different stages? The pills, depo, and the coil. There was another one which was called no plant. The no plant was also used. It was put on your arm, whereby it was to stay with you for five years. The many stories came from the people who are using depo, and the other who are using the, the no plant. Mm-hmm. So the method used by most of the women was that at the no plant. But back in the village, yeah. what were people mm-hmm. using as contracep- as the main contraception method? Back in the village. So there were so many abortions, which now I think they were doing it because they were not prepared. During our time when I was a small girl, I could hear women talk. She was pregnant now the child has died. I would wonder what has killed the child. But now when I grew up, and I understood. So the, down there, talk of family planning being done or being known, it wasn't something which was enhanced in the village. Maybe those who were aware of, but maybe the parents were educated. Those ones knew about, who knew about it, they had their family being planned. I am wondering, were there any traditional ways of family planning that were being practiced in your village? For example, the traditional bath attendants, when they came to visit the mothers, would they have some tips for these mothers? In those old times, there used to be family planning methods, which were also traditional. They would use the herbs, seeds, like now the custard seeds. I don't know how they were using it. Those are the awkward ways of getting because even the one who is telling you about it was not very conversant in talking about it because she also did not know they were just the stories which you hear from other people. 
not something that you are, you can lay on and say, I, I was told this by this old lady when he seated and telling me what exactly was happening. The other way they used to do their um, family planning during those times was by a man marrying many women. If, so for example, one would have four wives and the first one gives birth to the first child, the husband will not be going to that lady who is breastfeeding. Now he will start concentrating on the other. And all of them will have children. The first lady now will be having maybe four years. That is the time the, the mother will send the boy or the girl to take food to his or her father. And that is the communication to tell the father, I'm ready for another child. The mother to the child who was sent will go to the Zingira, the house the men used to stay. That is where the child will be made mm-hmm. to the second boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this child, the first child will never know what happened because the father will never come to their house. Let's come back to the present now. <laughs> so you have five children and you have about four years between the children. First of all, was this intentional? It was intentional. <laughs> I think if my body was ready, could he plan? <laughs> <laughs> so you and your husband decided how you were going to address family planning. But how did the rest of the women mm-hmm. around you uh, tackled this very mm-hmm. important question of family planning. As per the information I would get from my friends, some are having different times. They would go to the hospital, talk about it with the doctors, and the husbands do not know about it. So my question to you is, do you think women should be the ones to decide whether or not to have children? I think, to me, I think they should make decisions. Because most of the responsibility in the family is done by them. Mother, like for example, managing the child, bringing up that child, though the husband will suppose, but when you look at it, the wife is more committed in bringing those children up, taking care of them, eh? knowing which child is doing this, is doing that, who is not uh, uh, the health wise, she, she takes all that. The father will go out to work and bring money home. The money will be managed by the wife. So it's good for the wife to know when to keep her at at what time. With a good reason. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So, mm-hmm. what would you tell a woman who feels that they are not in control of their reproductive health um, in terms of deciding when to have a child and they are already married? It's good for you to make friendship with older women. Uh, talk about it with somebody who is trustworthy to you, whom you can be for sure that this this lady, if I talk to her, I'll get this information to me know more about getting pregnant when I want, okay? So would encourage them not to keep to themselves and to keep on giving birth, getting pregnant, and they, were not, they, are, they are not ready for them, for the pregnancy. So it's good to get information. Now, nowadays there is this digital running, there is online running. Go online, check what is happening there, listen to stories of other people because you might think you are one when there is another one who is also feeling through the same boot. So as time goes by, you will be knowing whether you want or you don't want it. And you will be able, at that time, you will be able to make decisions without any problem. And that is actually a very good point where we should wrap this up. I feel like we can keep talking about this uh, for a very long time. I just want to encourage every young woman who is listening and is of childbearing age Mm. to always... um, Mm 
see what resources are around you. If, for example, you live close to a university, uh, check out if they have a health unit, a sexual health unit, you know, where they issue condoms to the students and also advise the female students on the possibilities of uh, birth control. If you're living close to a college, just look at the physical resources that you have. Like my mother has said, talk to older women, get the, the knowledge that they have because there's a lot of knowledge that exists within our mothers, you know, or the people that we could yeah. call mothers. So take advantage of that. I I am of the opinion that, uh, like you, mom, that women should be the ones to decide when do you want to have a child, with whom, and also how, you know, you, you need to decide. And therefore, I can only encourage each and every person to see what resources there are. And in case you're listening to this, I know you are on a phone or something. So this is a resource that you can already use. Mom, as always, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Allow me to add yes. on that also. And Faisy, young girls out there, I want to tell you this, that knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And I repeat, if you know, you have knowledge, you'll never be disturbed in this life. So get it, Dorofa. That's right. Mom, as always, thank you so much for your time. I'm looking forward to our next episode. And thank you to dear listener for joining us on I Asked My Mother, a Wanjiko Mwaura podcast. In this series, we talk a lot about pregnancy, motherhood, and womanhood. It would be nice to hear from you. Do you have any questions that I can ask my mother? Let me know through our social media channels. Until next time, goodbye.